Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast. The podcast that explores the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, I'm doing something different with how I'm going to be creating content on the show. And I thought it would be a lot of fun. And you can probably hear in the background, there's some sounds. What you're hearing is the forest. This is the location that you start in in Fallout 76. You can probably hear some of the music in the background as well. And this isn't a Tom plays the game and role plays his character kind of thing, which I've done in the past. This is a new way to present some of the locations and some of the things you can find in the game in kind of a more visceral sort of way. So here's what I'm doing. I'm going to go on a tour through Fallout 76. I want to explore all of the most interesting locations and dig into them in the ways that I normally do on this show. We're going to go into some of the details, some of the history of the locations, but I want to do so in a more organic kind of way. I am spawning here in Fallout 76 at the vault, at Fallout 76, right right when you come out of the vault. And I'm going to travel, at least for today's episode, out of the vault in the direction that most people do when they leave the vault. And we're going to discuss some of the locations that we come across and explore a little bit about them. So I'll be traveling in-game as we, as we talk. And then when I get to certain locations, we might take a break and I might spend some time talking about some of the things at that location. And then we're going to continue on with our travel. So we'll get through a certain number of these minor and maybe major locations in this episode. And then we'll continue our journey exploring the map and kind of organically walking through the world in order to do so. So I hope you're, you're into this. I hope you are excited for this adventure. And why don't we get started? So part of this is me walking through the game and explaining what you see as you get through the game. So we're leaving Vault 76, and if this was uh, if this was a new character, then you would have done the whole introductory section where you build out your character and all of that. But the first thing you notice after leaving the vault is that you're on a big platform, and there's a sign to your left. And this is the current version of what you see in the game now. This is something I've talked about on the show before. Vault 76 is unique and interesting in a way because the previous major patches of the game have changed the world in, in uh, substantial ways that are, are not going to change back. So some of the things that you would have seen in this game if you go back years now to the way the game originally was are different. So as we leave, you can see a sign to the left. When I believe this sign was here originally, it says the wayward opening soon, food, drinks, rooms, refuge, conveniently located at the corner of route a route 86 and route 88. Well, if, you, <laughs> if I had an Appalachian, if I had a uh, West Virginian accent, would it be route or route? Route, route, it'd be route, right? It'd be route, route 86 and route 88, right? Something like that. Uh, all kinds welcome. So the sign 
is conveying that they uh, they accept ghouls. That's what that's what that implies. And as we head south down, or actually, what direction are we going? Yeah, south down the stairs at the front of the vault. The vault is up on a kind of this hill. You can see uh, the the leftover celebration of 300 years of America. Vault Tech celebrates 300 years. This is big sign here. There's a Mr. Handy named Pennington. I suppose your conversation with those two seemed on the up and up. Okay, so he uh, he is responding to the conversation that I would have had with these two uh, wastelanders, these two women, who you meet as you're coming down the stairs, and they you can get a little bit of information from them. They're kind of surprised that you have left the vault. And the other thing I didn't note here is that there are some uh, some balloons. I hope, this, I hope the sound balance is good. I'm trying to keep the game volume a little bit lower than my voice. There are some uh, <laughs> some yellow and blue balloons here in front of the sign and in front of the Mr. Handy. And uh, while you were working your way out of the vault, you would have come across a number of other Mr. Handys with very fancy sounding names. So as we continue south down the stairs, we get to the women that... Um, I guess are still here. I thought they were a little bit higher, but now I'm, I'm rediscovering this stuff in real time. Uh, Isela and Lacey. And these two have a, a shopping cart with some items that you can just take. They've got a little encampment here that looks like they've been staying here for a while because there's a fire, there's some cans on the ground, and there's a, a lantern. And of course you can talk to them. I'm not going to do that again because we've, I've already spoken with them. And sometimes the things that they, they say aren't going to make any sense for what I'm doing right here. Um, as you continue down the hill, there's more stairs. And then there are some liberators. Some liberator bots, which are, you know, preaching communism or whatever. And, um, oh, I hear another one shooting at me. We're just going to keep going. We're going to keep going down this hill, following the path. And my gut says, and I would love to hear from you all, how many of you continued down the path to the south when you started, and how many of you went other directions your first time? I know on multiple playthroughs, I've actually picked different directions and things. Uh, I just came across some level five rabbits. There are some really rough looking rabbits that are missing a lot of their fur. They've got these big, long ears. And as you go down the path, there is a, what looks like a little, it's almost like a little treehouse style fort. And if you go up it, there is a settler here. He doesn't have a name. So, this guy is the first guy you meet, and he's willing to give you some items. He has a stim pack. He uh, has some Radaway and some Radex. Let's uh, ask for a Stimpak. Be safe. And he's nice, and he, he gives you Stimpak, and that's about it. There's also some other things around here. And he stands here up in this fort, looking into what, what appears to be like branches of trees with <laughs> binoculars. Uh, he's also also has a banjo and a mouth harp and a moonshine jug and some medics and vodka and things like that. And he'll just stand up here and talk to you. You can attack him if you want. Um, I'm gonna be nice. Uh, down underneath this this structure, there's a mattress and a cooking station and some other some other items that you can loot. I just stole his caps, so those caps are coming with me. 
Now, if you go back to the path and we continue south, my instinct is to just keep jumping now down off these, like, rocks and cliff areas and to continue southward. So let's keep going to the south and continuing down these rocks and, and things because we're going to get to a few other locations where things begin to be a little bit more interesting. This is clearly the starting area of the game, right? So one of the first things you'll notice as you're heading down is a what looks like an industrial area on the, uh, you know how you have the, the little compass at the bottom with some symbols? Well, you have what looks like a factory symbol and if you head over toward this, what looks like a factory symbol, you actually come across some logging uh, that was happening. Oh, and some giant ticks that we're just gonna destroy here. These things are disgusting. I should do an episode on the giant ticks. I don't know that I could do an episode on just the giant ticks. But you come across what looks like a, like a lumber factory. There's a big barn on one side and a big brick uh, building on the other side and the brick Big brick. Did I say brick? The big brick building is broken. There's too many B words with R's. Uh, it's clearly, clearly busted up over over the time. Although this area was not nuked during the war, so what's left here isn't isn't due to that. And we're gonna dig into some of the details about this uh, in a little bit when I uh, when I jump out of the game to to get into the notes. <laughs> but from here. You can head over to an area that is also particularly interesting. This is before we get to the Wayward, which is generally the goal for the main story as, as you're, you're following the Overseer's path. The Overseer has a little location, a little camp off the side of the main road. And then there's also the Wayward where you meet some other people. Um, I'm, I've just found a, uh, a little settlement that somebody made on this little lake on my way over to this isolated cabin. And that's the next location we're going to. This guy's got a nice little, uh, little place built up here. It's one of the features of Fallout 76 is to come across the places other people make. So, as we head... We're now heading east to the isolated cabin. And you can find what looks like somebody's house. This, this is a place that somebody lived. There's uh, a windmill out in the front, which is, of course, broken. That's kind of just this one-room shack. And there's a busted up old truck in the front. There's a dog house around the back. And then there's uh, an area right along the back of the house with a bunch of what appear to be bags hanging from a, a frame that was built. I don't know what those were originally used for. It looks like for collecting something, probably food from the farm nearby. There's uh, some other items around here, but the most interesting stuff you find as you go up, um, typically there's a ghoul that you kill here, and on the ground you'll see Vault 51's Overseer dead. Body not decayed, just dead Vault 51 Overseer with a checklist and shelter building supplies. And if you look at the checklist, it says distract him, and this one, these all have check marks next to them except for the the last one. Distract him, stash the rest of the supplies, jump in the other crate, pray to God I survive, find anyone from 76, and then kill Zax. And that's the last one on the list, and, and all of them are, can, are crossed off, except for the last one. Which means that, of course, he wasn't able to kill the Zax unit from Vault 51. We just talked about this, right? 
but he was able to find someone from Vault 76 and did all of these other things. You also find a shelter building supplies list, which says need more materials to keep building in the shelter. Wood, steel, and screws are all checked off, but he's lacking gears and copper. Building in the sh in the shelter, and then there's a safe here to the left, and this uh, there's what's what's left over here from the original inhabitants: a bed that's broken, some some other common items. The other thing of note here, literally of note, are two notes that are pinned to the front wall, and they're so bright they kind of glow. I don't think that's, I think that's just the trick of the lighting where I'm currently playing. But here, let's take a look at it. The first one says, Ghoul's Note 1. And if we open that up, it says, Mr. and Mrs. or Mr. and Miss Braxton, my name is William Keller. I present, I, I'm sorry, I represent a group of brave men and women whom you may wish to meet. In the years since our new lives began, many of us have begun to lose things we once took for granted. Our skin, a face, an old voice. Oh, somebody's buying stuff from my camp. Most painfully, each of us have lived to see our friends and loved ones die around us. It's been 20 years. No one should have to suffer in loneliness and fear. You are not alone. The second note is Ghoul's Note 2. And it says, If you are interested in meeting a group of your neighbors has gathered to the east. If you're interested in meeting, comma, there you go, that makes more sense, it's just the font is a little funny. A group of your neighbors has gathered to the east. We've been contracted by a larger com community, or I'm sorry, contacted by a larger community of our, like ours, living in the capital. Apparently, the city was hit hard, but they say a society is beginning to grow. We are considering joining them. WK. And I just sold another thing. Um, so, WK. So let's dig into this a little bit. All right, I'm now out of the game uh, and, and got some notes here. So this is interesting. WK stands for William Keller. William Keller was a ghoul who initially lived in Appalachia before heading for the Capitol building in the Capitol Wasteland. You can clearly see here that William is inviting anybody else who is a ghoul to come with him to the Capital Wasteland to live with other ghouls, which makes you think about it. Okay, the Capital Wasteland, which group of ghouls were they living with there, right? Well, my money is on the underworld. Uh, that would be my guess. But you never know. It might be a, a different group of ghouls. Now, we don't know much else about William Keller other than that William left a another note. In fact, this is this is Ghoul's Note 1 and 2 that are on this isolated cabin. And then there's a Ghoul's Note 3, which you can find in Grafton. It's up on uh, the board of a church. And it says, To those who remain, many of us have lost things we once held dear. Our voices, our skin, the taste of food. We've watched your loved ones die. You don't need to suffer alone. A new community is forming to the east. It's being built by people like you in the remains of the capital city. Join us as we prepare to leave this place. West Virginia will not be rebuilt, but our lives can still have purpose. And that note specifically lists out the full name, William Keller. So there you go. So little fun little mysteries. And, I, you know, who knows if characters like this won't show up again at some time during a recent expansion or, or future expansion, I guess I should say, or in a future game. It might be the case. I, the more there's connective tissue between all of these regions and the people there, the more it 
seems like you could have connections. Now, now that I've talked about the uh, the underworld, I have to wonder when the actual date was that that was founded. I don't believe we know, but 20 some years after the bombs drop, is it something that's been around? Is it a group that's been around for 200 years? I'd have to go back and, and look into it because I don't remember off the top of my head. So another thing to put the pieces together on potentially in the future. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to go thank our patrons and we will be right back. So don't go anywhere. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. Here we are in the middle of the show and thank you for joining us again. I hope you're enjoying this new take on the lore and a new perspective at looking at everything. It's going to become even more interesting as we get into some of the locations that are even more fleshed out than something like the isolated cabins. So hold on. We're getting there. Don't worry. I also figured it was it was time to do something like this because I've been holding off on digging too deeply into Fallout 76 stuff because it, it is the newest game in the series. And I, I didn't want to spoil things for a lot of people. But I figured starting at this kind of location and direction, even the, uh, of course, we've talked about some of the other things in the game so far. So obviously in a lore show, you have to spoil some things, but to do it on this granular kind of a level, I figured was something that I should wait on. So I hope you're enjoying that. So anyway, let's get to our patrons. Thank you to Kelsey L and Ashley M for signing up on the Patreon. Welcome. Welcome. So glad that you're here. And Thanks to all of the other patrons that we have as well, all 72 of you, and our Sentry Bots get shoutouts every week. Dylan R, Larry D, and Leonard M, thank you for your support at that level. So much, so much awesome support from all 72 of you currently. I really appreciate it. I couldn't do this without your help, so thank you so very much. If you're interested in checking out the different tiers, all the different things you can get, then go to patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. It's really easy to get to, and you can see all the cool stuff. And, uh, you know, help support the show, which would help me a ton. We also have a new review to read out. This is from Apple Podcasts. And if you leave a five-star review, then we will read it out on a future episode of the show. This one says, very good. And it is from Henry Penland in the United States. Very good. He sounds like Travis in FA4. I've heard this before. I've, I've gotten this before. And I've gone and listened. And I can hear a little bit of it. And uh, yeah, sure. It's a little bit there. All right. Uh, also, thanks for the five stars, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's kind of kind of a, it's funny when you get reviews like this that don't say anything about like the quality of the show. They're just like, here's the thing. Thanks, Henry. If anybody else would like to leave some reviews, I'll read it out in the future. Also, you can drop a rating on Spotify or whatever platform you listen to this on or share it with your friends. Any of that stuff absolutely helps. And thank you to the community. The Fallout community has got to be the best community on the internet. So thank you so much to everybody. All right, let's get on with the rest of the show. If you have any questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer them. All right, we're back in the game. And from this isolated cabin location, we're going to head southwest because there's another location that we can go to that I believe most people will stumble upon on their way to getting to the Wayward and to the Overseer's uh, location, their, their, their camp that they set up. Because those are, those are kind of major, major points that you're supposed to follow. But, if we head south and west from the isolated cabin, we cross a, a smaller road, a winding road, and we see a white picket fence 
and a big a big two-story house three stories with the the attic area up at the top and then a little farm area to the left and some scorched and this might be the first time that you run into the scorched so i'm gonna have to murder some of them as we look around the house this is a location called let me pull it up on the map it is called wixen homestead and Wixen Homestead looks like a, a nice little uh, little abode. You got a tiny little little kitchen. When you walk in, there's a second floor. There's a dead, scorched corpse laying across the edge of a bed. There's another one on the ground. There's a wooden crate with some items in it, some some uh, beneficial items. But the thing that's notable here in the top room, well, two things. First, there's a Live and Love Nine, which is one of the um, Magazines you can get and this one has a picture of a, a gentleman kissing a, uh, a Robot so that's fun. And then there's a message to Sammy Let's read the message from to sit from to Sammy Responders don't know shit every night. There's more of them in the sky brotherhood warned them warned us all Some some of the reading is difficult at times defiance has fallen they said what the hell's that mean? Supplies running low may try to get to Abbey way over the mountain. Free states have got to know more. Sammy, you're reading this. Get to Abbey straight east of the Red Rocket Megastop. She knows the Brotherhood of Seal better than anyone. May angels look after you because sure as shit, nothing else will. So this is interesting because this is, clearly is not from the responders because responders don't know shit, right? This is somebody from the free states and they are mentioning... Abby. So here, I'm going to pause the game again. Let's transition out of this. All right. So who is this Abby character? Well, Abby is Abigail Singh. And this is what Abigail sounds like. If we hadn't bothered with this stupid, stupid system, they'd all still be here. Well, guess what? If you all die, that kind of defeats the purpose. Why couldn't we just stay in our bunkers why do we even have to go out there i'd rather eat cram every day and never see the sun again than be stuck here alone so clearly abby is distraught why is abby distraught abby is one of the last surviving members of the free states so this is our first if assuming again that you're traveling out from the beginning of the game into the world this could be your first instance of hearing about the Free States and some of their individuals. She was a member of the Free States and the last surviving member when the Vault Dweller discovers her bunker. Her bunker is located over in the mire. This is a very far way away from the location that we're at, but the note hints to this other location. This is a pre-war bunker constructed by Abby's family who were members of the free states. So she, she came from a family that was already preparing for the end times, that sort of thing, right? So what do we know about Abby? Well, she entered the bunker at a young age with her father, uh, Niraj, which I think is how you pronounce it, Calvin, her brother, her dog Dax, and three members of the Cohen family, including uh, Daniel Cohen. Her mother, Geneva, was already Deceased. She had already passed away before they entered the bunker. And this is where they survived the Great War. Now, we know a lot of this through terminal entries and things that are that are left. We also know that the time in the bunker took a toll on her mental health. 
When she and her family left the bunker in 2079, they explored Appalachia along with other members of the Free States. By then, they had started to form and kind of congeal into this organization that was looking for ways to survive in at the end of the world, basically. Now, Abby shows up in some other details, some other connections to other characters and things like that. But that's not the interesting part. Abby's father is the one who started to work on the scorched detection system. Now, if you've noticed the little yellow boxes all over the place, this is the remnant of the scorched detection system. This was supposed to be an early warning sign, and it was developed by Abby's father and with the help of the, the free states in order to detect the radiation signatures of scorched before they were coming. By this point in the the pre-you leaving Vault 76 story, the free states and the um, the responders and uh, the brotherhood and, and the gangs were all having issues with each other. Let's just call it that they were they were not getting along. The scorch was becoming a bigger and bigger problem. And one of the solutions was to design something that would help people detect it or detect them before they showed up. Abby's father never completed it, though. He had Parkinson's and he suffered from that and eventually probably died from it. Kelvin, her brother, also passed away. And fortunately, her father had instructed her on how to continue working on this scorch detection system, but it was never completed. By the time you discover all of this and discover her little, it's not a vault, I guess, her little uh, bunker, she's gone. And not necessarily gone in a passed away sort of way gone in a we know that she was headed to the top of the world in order to find hank madigan's uplink but it's still there in the basement of the pleasant valley ski resort and rose doesn't mention meeting abby so we don't know where she ended up she's kind of missing and we do know from the notes and the dialogue and the recordings or whatever that she left behind that she believed that basically everybody she knew had passed away. She didn't finish, finish the uh, scorch detection system, but she does leave instructions for you to be able to follow through with this. Abby's an interesting character because she's the center of a few different storylines and quest lines and some of the other things that are going on. And ultimately we don't know what happened to her. All we have are the little voice notes she leaves, and some of them are, are pretty awkward. We've got this one. Check this out. Howdy, stranger. Ugh. Oh, God. I can't believe I said that. This is stupid. You're all alone. No one to hear. No one judging. And you can't say a simple line. Great. Yeah, you can see that she's, like, starting to come apart. Here's another one. Greetings, stranger. Now, don't panic. My name is Abby. I'm not your enemy, and this isn't a trap. In fact, if you're hearing this, it means I'm not even alive. But is that true? Is she really not alive? Let me know your thoughts on that. Now, back to Wixen Homestead, which is where we found the note that led us off on this journey to find out about who Sammy was. There are a few other items that are worth checking out there if you are exploring the area. There's a potential Vault-Tec bobblehead in the hangar area near the large storage shelf on a barrel. There is, of course, the magazine that I mentioned. And then there are three potential armor plans or mods in the hangar on the metal shelf next to the weapons bench, inside the barn on a metal shelf on the northeastern corner, and inside the barn on a metal shelf to the right 
of the armor workbench. There's also a potential weapons mod in the hangar on a metal shelf next to the weapons workbench. So this is one of those locations, especially early on, that's worth checking out or going back to if you're looking to collect some of these things. And if you've gotten this far, then you are very close to the camp that the overseer leaves for you, leaving Vault 76 and the Wayward. And so that's where we're going to kick this off next time. We're going to we're going to go visit the camp. We're going to go check in at the Wayward. We're going to get to meet some of the individuals at the Wayward and uh, dive into a little bit of that part of the story before breaking off to explore some other locations. So what I think I'm not going to do is take everyone directly through the main storyline beat by beat. I think I'm going to leave that for people to follow, especially newer players who are jumping into the game and explore that and come across the story. I'm not going to explain the story, but what I am going to do on future episodes is jump back in and travel in another direction because from the wayward, you can follow through with the storyline and you end up in a mine and all of that stuff, or you can head down the road into the city and learn a little bit more about the responders and what was going on in this part of West Virginia. So I think that's where I'm going to go next time. I hope you've enjoyed this new take on things. I hope you've enjoyed the sounds and, and I'm going to make this episode, um, put this up in stereo so that you get some of the, uh, stereo effects of the gameplay, except that I forgot to record the first little clip in stereo. So if you go back and listen to the first, I don't know, five, seven minutes, something like that, it's not in stereo. And then all of a sudden it is, it's probably a quality change you noticed as you were going through the episode, but I, I couldn't redo it. So I hope you've enjoyed enjoyed that. Thank you everybody for being here and uh, give me some feedback. Let me know if you like this format of the episodes and um, I'm looking forward to digging in a little bit more on this kind of ground view level of everything. So stay safe out there in the wasteland. I'll see you next time. To plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Reach out to me on Twitter at robots underscore radio. Check out the Robots Radio Rocket Club, where you can join me and a bunch of our other creators creating your podcast, starting a new podcast, or helping your current podcast grow. There's more information about that on robotsradio.net as well. And you can always talk with us and the entire community, over 2,000 people on the Robots Radio Discord. Come join us. We'd love to chat with you. See you guys next time.